there and welcome to Film Raw here at Bunkerzilla UK. It is the place where we roar at the latest and greatest movies from the cinematic world. I'm your host Ian Bolton and joining me to talk all things Mortal Kombat in this episode is a returning Shenny. Hello Shenny, how are you doing? I'm doing alright Ian, how are you? I'm I'm doing well. I was looking at your Twitter feed just before we started recording, and and you've put yourself through all three Mortal Kombat films. Yeah, which I wish I hadn't, if I'm really honest. Um, <laughs> Annihilation is still bad. It's uh, not as bad as the 2021 Mortal Kombat film, but we'll get into that in a little bit. So, for this episode, there is not much in terms of news, so we're going to go straight into the main review itself. So, Warner Brothers test their might once more as a new Mortal Kombat movie arrives to deliver a flawless victory to fans and movie audiences alike. Now, the film has been available in US through uh, HBO Max and cinemas, but it has now arrived in the UK thanks to premium video on demand. So, how does it fare? Well, we'll share our thoughts in a moment, but first, let's have a clip. First learned about this seven years ago on a mission in Brazil to capture a wanted fugitive. When we got there, it tore through our unit in seconds. The target had superhuman abilities. It had the same marking you do, Cole. It's a birthmark. What do you mean? He was born with it. It's not a birthmark, Cole. It means you've been chosen. Throughout history, different cultures all over the world reference a great tournament of champions. That dragon marking? I think it's an invitation to fight for something known. Mortal Kombat. So there you have it. So in this new Mortal Kombat movie, we have a washed up MMA fighter, Cole Young, played by Lewis Tan, who discovers that he has a strange birthmark in the shape of a dragon. But it's not just any birthmark, it's a mark of a chosen champion destined to fight in Mortal Kombat. You know, that, that intergalactic battle of good versus evil, or something along those lines, uh, <laughs> with a new tournament looming and villains from Outer World eager to declare victory by default by, you know, just trying to bump off all the champions they can, uh, Cole teams up with fellow Earth fighters Jax, Liu Kang, Kung Lao, Sonya Blade, all together to prepare for combat under the watchful eye of Lord Raiden. And that is the film in a nutshell. Um, there are many little bits that we have not covered in that synopsis that we will be tapping into. Uh, time codes are available in the episode description, so if you want to avoid spoilers, you can do. So we're going to solve some general thoughts. So, considering you have watched all three films, in, if if you had to say if you had to rank those films, where would the 2021 version of Mortal Kombat kind of linger? Would it be towards the top, or, it, or is it just at the bottom of the pile? See, the original Mortal Kombat film hasn't aged well. There are things in the new Mortal Kombat film that are done better, specifically the fight scenes, spe like specifically the fight scenes. And obviously the, there's no terrible CGI animation. In there's no very old, uh, early 90s CGI animation in it. Yeah. Um, but to be honest, it I still think it ranks second in comparison to the, with Mortal Kombat uh, being at the top and Annihilation being at the very bottom. Like there are things that it does well and there are things it doesn't do well but it doesn't lead in 
to like the campiness factor of more what more combat is so the original knows what it is it knows that it's a it's a stupid it's a stupid movie this one is like there's too much diet there's too much exposition there's no tournament for a mortal com for a for a you know a martial arts tournament franchise and some of the cgi is just a bit weak like tell this was a really like a lower budget title some of the jump cuts are really stark Mm. um and it's it's just oh i don't know i don't know how to describe it in comparison but it's like the i think it only sits in second place because the cinematography is better because the fight scenes are better choreographed Mm. and that's a about it really it's, it doesn't strike me as being more creative than combat film in the slightest yeah so in terms of mortal Kombat itself or in terms of obviously based on being the video game i think the film at least does try to capture the spirit and the characters um from the obviously the the more recent franchise of the games because obviously it had a little bit of a dip in video game quality but mortal Kombat uh 10 mortal Kombat 11 ultimate all that sort of stuff that's really kind of put mortal Kombat back on the map so in terms of kind of nailing some of the characters and kind of like the lore there i think the film does a pretty decent job but uh i think i think my my main my main crux is probably the same as you this is supposed to be about a tournament and there's no tournament at all yeah it's like it's like for three quarters of the film we have this sort of we have your heroes learning to find their hidden powers and be able to take on um, uh, Shang Tsung and all the evil attackers when they come through the portals and all that sort of stuff. And then to, in the final third, someone just realizes, oh, we, we should be having fights now. Oh, quick, get as much fights in as we possibly can. Um, and when, and yeah, great. The, fight, the fights are choreographed well. They look better than, they are better in the whole film series itself. But that's because probably they've they've got the necessary people involved to to make those fights look genuine <laughs> as they as they possibly can in this fantastical setting. But I I think it, the the third act in itself is just incredibly rushed. It's just kind of like yeah. we just suddenly realised that this is a Mortal Kombat film. We've got to have people fighting. We've got to have fatalities, and we've got to have we we've just got to up the blood and gore values. So, okay, fair enough. Off we go. Um, I think I think I'm with you. I think the original film does a better a better uh, presentation of say the tournament in itself and yeah. even and even and this is a you could have had this as a fourth film but there's the animated scorpion's revenge which came out a yeah. couple years ago which again feels more in line with the tournament and i think mm. and i think considering that we have the scorpion sub-zero subplot i think that that's done better in that animated film as well. I mean, it's like uh, you've got Scorpion Sub-Zero, which, yes, great, they're there. They do their stuff. Mm. Brilliant. But it's like they start at the, they pop up at the start, and then Sub-Zero just kind of lurks around, but he's all chilling. And then yeah. Scorpion just turns up at the end and just goes, oh, get over here, and all that sort of stuff. It's just, again, it's just, I think it's just very unbalanced. And it's, it can, and I think diehard Mortal Kombat fans will probably have issue with the fact that there is no tournament in this at all. I don't, I don't know because like the from what i gathered from most of the reactions that i saw was the mortal kombat fans were like we saw specific fatalities we saw specific blood and gore and um i think as long as they do the ed boon line of get over here at some point they're gonna be happy no matter what like the um, when the initial trailer dropped people were very happy about the um like the violence level in it specifically oh, yeah. with the um with the first 
sequence we see with um, Hattori Hanzo, which is basically you see Scorpion fight Sub-Zero for the first time. Mm. Um, one of the things I, I, I do like about it, if it, I don't know, it seems, it feels like the film is being pulled in two directions, one of which is like, we have re- we want to create this epic um, narrative story of big stakes, um, big worlds, big characters, um, and you've got another team that are like, all right, how do we make this look cool? And um, there are sections in it that are just like neat touches. Specific, like I think there's been a, there was a lot of effort put into the fight between Sub Zero and Scorpion at the end of the film. Um, the, one of the things I've noticed, we've got a brand new protagonist in the form of Cole. Mm-hmm. who I think is purely an insert character in this. Like, he doesn't exist in the Mortal Kombat universe. Um, Liu Kang being sidelined to a secondary character is a weird one because he's yeah. typically the um, like the main protagonist in a lot of the films and um, even in the, t- in, the, in the games. Like, he is meant to be, he is still the chosen one um, mm. in forms of, like, the narrative. So he's meant to be the best um, like a fighter to defend Earth um, at our, at these tournaments, so it's it's weird that like our insert POV character is someone brand new. I I think it works in this film because of how they dish out the superpowers. The fact that the superpowers are not, um, yeah. Ah, oh, what's the word for it? A card. They're not like isn't it? yeah. So the the dragon mark, which is the Mortal Kombat symbol, is a selective thing where people are chosen to fight for Earth, and because they have this mark, they can develop superpowers. That's the reasoning behind it. It's not like they've trained some mystical art to get superpowers, and then they are then chosen by Raiden to... Raiden? Raiden? It's Raiden. Uh, Raiden. And this isn't... Yeah, Raiden is Metal Gear. Yeah, there's also, there's also the small disclaimer of, if you kill anyone with this marking, you inherit it. That's why we have Kano. <laughs> And the, the fact that like the the magical powers are, they're also not magic, because like Jack's Jack's got super arms, because they gave him they gave him like, um, mechanical arms that were like the the weird like stubby, yeah. um, stubby springly things, and then like because he couldn't, like, I don't know he he found himself when he was trying to pull a rock off Sonya Blade, uh, halfway through the film. That his arms, the arms transformed. Yeah, um, I don't see that as magic. I really don't. Uh, it's a weird, weird thing to like go. Yeah, that is definitely how we're doing this. The the law dump midway through was a bit like when the heat when Cole arrives at Sonya Blade's trailer. Yeah, and you're just like, this is all the stuff that we've learned about Mortal Kombat, and this is like you're just reeling off stuff that we know. And honestly, do we need to know it? No. There's a tournament. Get to the tournament. Get to the fighting. That's the bit. Like, Mortal Kombat is tournament, visceral fighting, executions, and monsters. And that, I I don't know, I don't require a lore dump for something that is not that heavy in lore. I know there is a lot of lore because, the Mortal Kombat, because there's 11 Mortal Kombat games at this point. Yeah, I think... I think if you're going to do a law dump, just do it in the most simplistic of terms, because I think, because there's going to be a portion of, of audiences watching this film that are probably not going to be too familiar with the games. They'll probably 
likely know of the games, but they're not going to necessarily go out, go away from watching this movie and go, I'm going to read up all the lore about Mortal Kombat. But I think, I think there needs to be at least enough to kind of get people going. I was thinking about this because if you're coming into this film, having not seen the originals, it doesn't line up with the Mortal Kombat, the established Mortal Kombat lore from the games. Mm. Because MK11 was a time traveling paradoxy storyline. Oh, yeah. It was, um, which is very throwback to like the old school stuff, um, the old school lore specifically. So if, you, if you've played Mortal Kombat 11 um, and you come to this film, it's a bit of a retrash. It's, it's a rehash of the stuff from that game series that was set in stone a decade ago, like over two decades ago now. So it's a weird, like, oh, here are these characters. This is how we get from point A to B. But it, I'm worried that we're just going to get, um, like, if if there is a Mortal Kombat 2, mm. which I'm not convinced there. No, wait, hang on. No, I did just see something that it got greenlit. I swear I saw something that it got greenlit. But regardless of that, like, it, it, sets, it, it sets up this world by telling you all this lore rather than showing you and that I, I still think that is a horrible way to do any exposition especially when the exposition needs to be get on a rickety boat get to the island enter the dragon big monster i don't see how they can you know, you mess that up <laughs> i just don't oh that's that's a movie calculation of the episode <laughs> Basically, I mean, that's all it is. That's all the original. It's all the original Mortal Kombat was, and it was great. I forgot how much like actual stuff on the island there was, um, in the original film. Oh yeah, because it's quite, there's like, quite a bit. It, it opens with um, Liu Kang going to uh the 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 Shaolin monastery thing, and then Raiden shows up. Um, and <laughs> because this film is so bad, in um just like combat and obviously fight scenes have changed so much since like the matrix mm. the fact that this was filmed in the same way that like it was filmed as a like an 80s action flick but some of like the moves are just so slow and it's like well how do we portray raiden being or raiden being the god of thunder and he just like judo flips um kung lao and it's just like you hear thunder like that's literally it and the, <laughs> i i Oh, and the guy that plays... Oh, it's um, Christopher Lambert. It's Christopher yeah, Lambert from Highlander. I, I looked at it and I was like, this is... Mortal Kombat, the original Mortal Kombat film exists from a different time period. It is so weird to watch this now because you you because you know its backstory. You know that it's about fighting game. You know it's about tournament. You know it's about visceral combat. And the film is awful by 90s standards but it still gets the core of Mortal Kombat better than this film. Okay. That's, that's a fair, fair observation. And yeah, I, I think I would agree with you on there. I mean, it's just, I think the, I think the thing that does just stick out considerably with me is the fact that they talk about a tournament and there's no bloody tournament in this entire film. So why talk mm. about tournament? Just say, oh, we'll have to battle these. We'll have to battle these bad guys at some point, but first let us train. That's, that might cover up. But then again, it's like, yeah. well, we really need a tournament. Um, so yeah, I mean, going back to going back to things like the the presence of Cole 
or the or mm. in this. And I I understand why they probably would bring this character in. Obviously, help resonate with audiences and who probably are not fully aware of things. But you could have done this, like you said, you could have done this with Liu Kang. You could have you could have you could have put Liu Kang. You could put Jax. You could have put Sonya as your kind of your focal point. And and it feels like audiences aware of Mortal Kombat, the video game law itself, are just aren't being allowed to connect with the characters as they would expect to. It's like they can connect to these characters, but they must do it through this this randomly generated fill-in. Mm. If, 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 if I'm making sense there. I mean, again, again, one character who's not here, teased pretty much at the last scene, Johnny Cage. Again, you could have had him as your focal entry point. He could have been the washed-up Hollywood star, finding redemption by taking part in the tournament. It's it's it it that is that is arguably the um the reason he's in the first one though yeah because it's, he's, the, same, it's the same with the Scorpion's Revenge one he's just yeah, trying to get they, his career back on track yeah because they he he opened like his character arc is um he's kind of a B movie action star and Hollywood is like or the the press are like oh he doesn't do his own stunts. He doesn't do his own fight scenes, and he's like, "No, I can do this." And then his age, and then like he just ends up. Um, I forget the specific reason why doesn't he, he ends up end on the up boat. Being, doesn't he just get invited just by chance? It's like, oh yeah, yeah just, yeah, you yeah, just yeah, get I on this boat. Does. I've got, I've got a film role for you. It's apparently a tournament. Uh, it's fine. You'll be, you're. It's like practice. You um, get practice for this next film. Go, go off to Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Know. He, he might be dead actually, at the end of it, but pretty, hey, he's pretty good in that film. Admittedly, I remember him being a bit. Hmm. It's the right balance of being a total asshole and yeah. actually being good at handling himself. I and he's alive for the whole four minutes in a, in Annihilation. Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> Before he gets but, but, his neck snapped, and it's like. <laughs> oh no. Well, all right. We need someone else. Oh no, then... no, 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 no. Um, I think they cast a different Johnny Cage for Annihilation. Did they? Oh. Yes. Yeah, so have have, have a look. I've got I've got no, the notes here. Hang on. So we've got uh, Lyndon Ashley playing Johnny Cage. Uh, Johnny Cage. Yep. Someone Chris completely Conrad. different. Someone completely Chris different. Conrad. Okay. <laughs> Not even the original Johnny Cage wanted to come back. <laughs> oh dear. Um, but yeah. Um, so moving away from your hero characters, obviously we've got. So we've got yeah. Sang Shun. Uh, we've got Sub Zero. Other than that, there's very little room for other villainous fighters to have their moments. You have Melina. Melina's there, but she's there um again it's like you have you have some more interesting ones turn up cabal is actually quite an interesting one because he has history of Kano, I, but they just kind of wash that straight over it's just like oh yeah i know i know i know this guy i used to have a problem with him let me go talk to Kano. Kano, do you want to be on our side you can have a casino mm. oh all right then and yeah it's I, like i think that that needed more work but the fact is like i remember camp I remember Cabal more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to get these names right. I remember Cabal. Uh, Cabal. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> You're keeping that in. You need to keep that in. Because it, 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 is, is it Cable or is it Cabal? Because his name begins with a K. It begins with a K. It's yeah. Cabal. I remember Cabal more than I do Melina. Even even you've got you've got a, a war general played by Nathan Jones from Mad Max Fury Road turning up with a giant What's hammer. That? Yeah, I, he's he's not a. Is he a character? We need to. Uh, yeah. Wait, what? What was he? What was he playing? What uh, was his Nathan, name? Jo- Nathan Jones was playing uh, Reiko. Is 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 General Reiko a character in Mortal Kombat? Yes. 
Oh, he doesn't look anything like that. That's why I, that's why I didn't okay. I didn't even realize oh, he's from Mortal Kombat 4. Oh. That was the bad time. That that um, was that's when things got started to get bad. Bad combat, bad. Um but yeah, I mean you you have you have some of these villainous fighters. I mean Goro turns up and I think Goro has a nice little showing even though it's more of like an extended fight cameo before he's taken out. Is the the is the the reptile thing meant to be reptile? I think so. So this is the reptile character that tries to take out uh, Sonya, uh, yeah, um, Cole and Kano. Or is he? Yes. I'm not sure. I don't see. I don't see a credit for a reptile. Or well, no, it maybe it's like, just lizard warrior. I don't know. Ugh, ugh. I oh, I don't know. Like that, there are some. Yeah, I don't know. It's a weird ragtag of, like, just why wouldn't you have Shao Kahn in this? I mean, they they ref- there's there's clear reference to him because there's statues of him mm. in in the film. But it's well, like- he's meant to be like the big bad, obviously. But like when it when it comes to Melina, it's who plays there? Is it Sissy Stringer? Uh, uh, yeah, Sissy that- Stringer plays Melina because like. If you look at like Melina's known for obviously the the monstrous face, yeah, but she's meant to be quite tall. I didn't quite get that, but you also don't get her like backstory or anything. Like she's just kind of there. I think she... in terms of like bad guys, when you think of bad guys of more comp, when you think of bad guys, I think Sub Zero, Goro, Shang Tsung. And Shao Kahn are really only it, unless you go into like the extended Arcana, um, yeah. and extended, um, like I guess the universe that has been built up since, you know, where you have like, but like even Mortal Kombat Annihilation had like Sindel had sent the Centaurs, they had Shiva, oh Cyrax as well, yeah, yeah they had Sector and Cyrax, like yeah. Sector and Cyrax are in, um, in Annihilation. Uh, there was the others Sub Zero. Um, oh, the 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 slightly nicer Sub Zero, who wasn't necessarily. Is, evil. He was the younger brother of 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 the one that was killed in the original. Oh, tournament. there's the yeah the one for the animated series that's voiced yeah, by yeah, Luke Perry. Yeah. Night Nightwolf <laughs> is an anime is in Annihilation. Yeah, um, yeah, he's in no, he's in that one. Which is Nightwolf's um, Nightwolf's technically in 2021, right? Because there is that scene where they're like, these are all the warriors that when you do yeah. like here is the law dump. And here is the stuff. And Cole's like, hey, I spelled the name wrong. Um, <laughs> there's that picture of like the the Matok warrior thing, and it's a picture of Nightwolf, like a yeah. drawn picture of Nightwolf. Um, and it's, oh, I don't know. I don't see how. It's a really weird artifact film. I don't think it's the best thing. It's a bit. I think on reflection, it's. Mm, I don't. Yeah. They they there's there's at least an effort to try, but it's like I think they focus on the wrong things. In Mortal mm. Kombat, I think, and I'll go back. I'll go back again to this. I think the main the main flaw for me with this film is the fact that it doesn't follow. It's like you talk about a tournament; they don't follow through with a tournament, and it's just a sprawling sort of good guys versus bad guys, which would be fine if they didn't spend three quarters of the film talking about getting ready for a tournament. Which doesn't there's only happen. four locations in this film as well. Yeah, there's well, there's there's the gym. there's the there's the gym, the tr- there's the trailer park, there's the temple, and there is um, 
that place, the place the in the outer realm. The quarry with the grayscale across it is yeah. the like. It's just like how we're on another world. Um, uh, do the do the old nineties thing and put like just color grade this really badly and yeah. put a CGI statue in the middle of a, a quarry and we'll we'll say it's a, another planet. It's like part of me thought. Right. Part of me thought when they were starting doing like they all, they all go to separate sort of zones to do their fights. It's like oh yeah, Jax takes on Reiko in like the the famous pit level. I was thinking oh yeah, if he gets mm, uppercutted and goes mm. into the pits like that'll be cool. No, no, just just hand clap his I head. D- to be in. fair, that is still pretty good. The way that he yeah. just like slams them, and he's like yeah, these hands will work, um, yeah. but <laughs> not with those words. Um, <laughs> uh, and then, like, I, I think the the trailer the trailer park fight with Sonya Blade and Kano is really well done as like a like a horror house type thing. Yeah. Um, I th- I think generally those two characters are really good when they can bounce off each other. Mm. Um, and I think Kano is kind of the standout, actually the standout character for this. I kind of, I am kind of upset he doesn't have the metal eye. Um, I'm, yeah, I'm sad because it's kind of eye. it's kind of the iconic like red eye like half um, silver face. Um, I, will, I will say I I enjoyed I enjoyed Kano in this. Uh, I think Josh Lawson does a good job. Just keeping on going back to Kano swearing, effing, and blinding at everything dangerously pushed, uh, dangerously put his welcome at risk. Or but no, I'm I, making, uh, yeah, I, you know what I mean. Basically, it's like I was enjoying the character, but the 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 filmmakers reliance to just have in there and just mm. swear or I get into fights for no reason with other characters just really kind of I don't, tested my I don't, patience. I, don't. I, I think, I think I understand where you're coming from in this, but I think it's a testament to his ability to like, um, lift up what script he was given. Mm. And it puts an emphasis, not emphasis. It puts a spotlight on all the other characters being so bland and so dull because yeah. like the only memorable times that I have of the other characters is when they are bouncing off Kano. Like the bit when Kung Lao is like, yeah, I'm going to pass you this dumpling. And then he's just like, nope, I'm going to eat it. When like, um, when they're having that meal before Kano turns, um, well, himself, I guess. Um, and all the, like the fights that they have between that. I just don't get like, the other characters are just weak. Um, and I don't mean that in the way that they fight. Some of the fight scenes are good with those mm-hmm. characters. But the, the fact that Cole is our POV character because he's meant to have this anchor of like the, the wife and the child. Well, Cole's also supposed to be the last descendant of Scorpion. Yeah. It's kind of like, is, kind of yeah, like I, I would be, I think I'd be more happy with Cole as a character if he actually became Scorpion at the end. And it was kind of mm. like, okay. He's inheriting the bloodline. Fair enough. But it's so, like, oh, oh, no, I'll just... No, no. Oh, first Scorpion just turns up and goes, I'm back from hell. I'm ready to fight. And then I'm just going to mm. bugger off at the end. <laughs> yeah. It's... Some of those fights... Like, the CG animation is a bit... Like, it takes you out of it. The The fight scene between Cable and uh, Johnny... Uh, not Johnny Cage. Uh, Liu Kang. Um, when Cable is stuck in... Tar. I want to say Tar quicksand and the dragon and he does the like the the dragon he like he summons the the fire dragon and it like what i thought would 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 be like a waterfall where it would just like go through him and like burn him and do that and then set the tar on fire but it's like it's an actual dragon and the cg for this fire dragon just like eats him like it 
physically just like chomps on him, pauses, and then carries going through him. And it looks so weird that you're like, oh, that's that's kind of that's kind of crappy. As as finisher, like it's probably invocative of like the some of the fatalities that um, are in the yeah. older games. But from a cinematic standpoint, it looks really choppy. It doesn't flow very well. Um, and I think out of all the um, like the fatalities that happen. I think the way the brute the way that Goro is killed quite brutally mm. by Cole uh works because yeah, if you're gonna be cut in several places, you you you're gonna just fall into pieces. Um yeah. the is the winged character ever named? Uh she is supposed to be uh Natara, who is a fighter in the games as well. I don't remember okay, I don't remember her at all. Um be, yeah, because I, I double I double checked this before we started recording. But yeah, it's like yeah, considering you had you had you had your head villain, you had uh Sang Shung just going, Look how beautiful she is, she's so dangerous, and it's like, Oh hello there, meet Kong Lao's hat. <laughs> that wasn't a rock. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's another villain that I was just like, oh, she's is she from a bad time? Is she from the bad time? Is she from? She's from Deadly Alliance. Oh, which is ooh, a PS2 ooh. game. Yeah, see, even you you know about Deadly Alliance, so that is also from the bad time of Mortal Kombat. So it's a bit like, oh, it's just so so awful. Maybe they maybe I, I they think, just wanted to I think the glee character. that Kung Lao is as she gets cut in half is like, oh. Oh, okay. He's enjoying this too much, and then it's just like, ah, flawless victory. It's like, oh, okay, oh, okay. Oh. And then like, <laughs> but the way, but the, the the way that scene plays out previously is obviously like, Natara is flying around, and mm. he can't spot her. Um, so he does the uh the monk thing of just like waiting to hear until she's behind him, and then just like backflipping onto her and flying off with her or whatever. And then he summons the hat in front of him, and it just starts spinning in the sand. Um, but did you see how Shang Tsung dodged the hat when he got thrown at him originally? Didn't just bounce off him. Like no, he he. I think what is meant to happen is that he is stu- he is. Sat oh there no, he he just went and he just goes. He just tilts his head just slightly. <laughs> but it looks like it never went anywhere near him. That it looks like he just had a crick in his neck, and he's just like, "Yep, yep, that's fine. That that's dodged." And then it's like, <laughs> "Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna set my 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 uh, my devilish thing on you." Um, and then he watches her get cut in half. And then the next time that Shang Tsung is anywhere near Kung Lao, it's just like force grip, soul suck, and the guy's dead. Um, why didn't he just do that in the first place? <laughs> Meanwhile, Sub Zero is just stood around. Like, I'm pretty. Yeah. Like, Sub Zero is not fighting anyone at that point. And even when they were like making the point that they were like, we've now got our superpowers, we'll like split them up and we'll fight them one on one, and then we'll come back and beat Sub Zero as a team. Um, it's like yeah, it's like how did what's that? What? I mean, I appreciate Sub Zero is dangerous, and they and the film does show him to be a very dangerous fighter in this. Mm, mm. But it's like it's like okay, we have we have a we have a we have we have we have, we have henchmen, and then we have the mid tier boss that must be Sub Zero, and then we're going after Sang Shung as your as your as your evil big baddie. No 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 no. Sub Zero is just the the big big guy, and we'll fight them all together, which doesn't really happen because he just ends up being cold for a bit until Scorpion goes hello. Yeah, logic. And at the end, Shang Tsung turns up anyway, and Raiden's just like, 
Well, and screw you. Like, and he like... just zaps him away. And like, you could have done that at any point within the last hour. Why didn't you? And considering, considering that the plan is to win by default by just wiping out the champions, it's like, shouldn't someone be getting involved with this anyway if there was... Uh, I, I know mean, there's the throwaway lines that, oh yeah, the older gods don't get involved. It's like, well, hang on, if Raiden just suddenly just says, no, go back to your world, why didn't he do mm. this? Why didn't he do this when he realised that they were bumping off the other fighters? <laughs> I think I think the whole elder gods thing being like, oh, we don't really care, but we've set these rules in place that need to be followed, but they've never enforced the, the rule. rules. <laughs> I don't mean they read them. <laughs> it, I mean, that's a, that's a thing that goes back all the way to like the original two films and the original story. Um, so I, I get that bit where they're like, oh, they, you know, you... Shang Tsung's like, oh, leave them to me. Shang Tsung, it, if he elder, if he angers an elder god, is just dead. Um, like there are elder gods that are on his side later in the Mortal Kombat mythos. Okay, and you have um, stronger sorcerers like Quan Chi, um, and I want to say Ermac, maybe not Ermac, um, but Shang Tsung dies within the mythos relative like in the last two i'm gonna say the last two games mm. um so I, he, I know he's dead in 11 and quan chi is like the son of an elder god or something but he's immortal it, it's a weird storyline um but I, I i think this film has a weird myth like it has its own mythology that is just like whatever they threw at a wall and wanted like oh wouldn't it be cool if kano was like a quote-unquote good guy and then he turns on them and it's like yeah actually that works for his his character yeah sonia blade being sonia blade's character is a weird one for me because it's she's got this thing where she's not chosen to fight yet she is there fighting everyone and then it's just like well you don't have a mark you're not even worth killing and then she kills Kano, and now she's suddenly part of the big boys club even though she could actually fight toe-to-toe with any one of these people and hold her own. Whereas Jax just shoot tries to shoot Sub-Zero in the face, gets his arms obliterated, and mm. then later gets magical hands, or robot hands, like magical robot hands. Uh it's just <sighs> it kind of it kind of just felt like they pick and chose what they wanted to take from from, from the law as it stands and see what worked, really. But that like makes Cole's ability a bit weird because it's basically just the suit from Black Panther. Yeah, he just he just does he just because he literally absor- he just he just absorbs absorbs energy when he gets hit and then he just expels yes. it. Yes. Yeah, and he can create things using it because he creates the um what are they called? The sticks. Oh, is it the bat there's like the it's the, kind he creates of, it's the like a baton. It's like a baton, but oh, they have one plays of them. on. One of them is one of them, one of them is just a baton. One of them is like a baton that is also a blade. Hmm. Um, because I think I, I can't. I don't know what they're actually called. Like within, um, like martial arts. Um, but that's it. It strikes me as a lazy power for them to create. But at, at least they didn't go down the oh he can do some overpowered blast attack type thing. Like he yeah. doesn't have an overpowered ability. It is literally just he is given like I, okay. So his power is he is given plot armor is the best way to describe this. Um, 
It's so it's the one. Like, oh, how would he, a normal human, be able to take punches and stuff from Goro? And it's like, well, what if he just had a suit of armor? And then they just drew reference from like um, Black Panther as a as a yeah, he can absorb punches and kinetic energy or whatever the whatever the the line is. I don't think they actually ever mention it in this. It's just he just is gold now. Uh, <laughs> But I also think the 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 coloring of it is meant to harken back to Scorpion's um, clan, like the Shiro Ryu. Mm. So you you get the 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 linear not the lineancy. What's the word? Lineage. Lineage. Yeah, you get the lineage based on like the visual representation of the colors, um, and then obviously Scorpion turns up at the end, and it's a decent fight between him and Sub Zero. Um, one of the things that is done really, really well in this is actually just like the fight scenes, some of them anyway, are done in a very smart way where someone just realized that getting freezer burn would really hurt. Mm. So there are scenes where he just touches things and everyone's like, eh, yeah, ow, uh, ow. Yeah, don't do that like again. Cold, cold. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, and there are, there are sequences where I just wish they have been done quicker. But I reckon that they were done in slow mo, or they were done slower, so you would realize what was happening. Like, mm. there's a sequence in which I think is also in the trailer where Sub Zero cuts Scorpion. He freezes his blood while it's in midair into a dagger, and then stabs yeah. him with it. I wish that that was done slightly quicker than it plays out in the film, because it looks like he was like, because some of the cuts are weird in this, because he like he does that bit. There's the CGI of him holding his hand. There's like the the cut, of, the shot of him holding his hand up. The CGI coalesces this blood into a dagger. It cuts to like a shot of him being like, "This is a dagger," and then stabs him. If it was just one big fluid motion, then mm. it would be so much better than how it appears on screen. And I think this is the slight problem I have with a lot of like not Mortal Kombat films specifically. But any kind of martial arts film since Ong Bak, since The Raid, and since John Wick, where it just nothing... so fluid. Everything yeah. in those films is so smooth, so fluid. There's always something on screen happening. Like the the blade fight uh, in the kitchen in, in The Raid 2. Is it The Raid 2? Oh, yeah, the, the big showdown in the kitchen between... Yeah, um, that thing is yeah. brutal. Because you're just going at each other with knives and literally everyone's getting cut up in every single way. Um, and it's not reflected in this. The point where, like, even, like, the um, in the original raid, there was the guy, there was the machete fight. And there is more tension and more, like, oh, crap. This is this is a fight for survival. This is a, you know, it's a life or death fight well, with a guy with a blade than there is in, in Mortal Kombat. Well, by the time you get to the final fight, we kind of know what's going to happen with this raid. We can't. We kind of know that Scorpion is going to turn up and kind of help with the victory in some sort. And it's like it's it's like by by this time, it's like because yeah. it was because it was speeding through so quickly at the speed of uh, basically just going. We've got we've got twenty minutes to get all these fights in. Quick, hurry, hurry! Come on, mm. everyone, quick fighting! And it's like well, you you kind of knew what things were happening. There was it basically you knew all the good guys were going to win their fight. Yeah, and yeah, and that was it. And I think and yeah, again, it's just like. Um, yeah, there should be a little bit more. Well, some of them could lose their fights. Some of them could win their fights. Again, it's not yeah. a tournament. I think, yeah, <laughs> I, I think it suffers from that quite heavily. It also suffers from, like, they don't lean into the campiness of the fact that it's Mortal Kombat. 
they don't they don't do a lot of the um like of course this is weird bullshit they they just don't do any of it it's just like well seen worse it's just like this is this is just normal it's like why wouldn't you react to it's like a four a four-armed monster comes out and he's just like get in the car <laughs> it's like <laughs> Is that the only reaction you're going to have? And it's like, yeah, I'm going to fight this thing. And it's like, why? <laughs> I, uh, I don't understand how, like, because at that point, he's still a washed up MMA fighter. But yes, he has his ability. He, no, he doesn't have his ability at that point either. Yeah, he only gets because he gets the, he gets the crap kicked out of him. And then, like, I don't know, his the bracelet that his um, his daughter gave him becomes the armor that he now can wear. Um, I just uh, there, there, it, it tears me up because this film could be phenomenal and it isn't in so many places but it's yeah. not the worst I've ever seen I think in terms of a, in terms of a video game movie it, it is slightly above average because it's not a complete train wreck because a lot of video game movies you either nail it or you just make a complete pig's ear of it so there, there are there is stuff in this film which works there's film there's parts of this that still don't work but i i think i think there's enough i think there's enough for hopefully mortal Kombat fans to be satisfied i mean this makes this make uh, this looks like a marvel film next to mortal Kombat annihilation to be honest <laughs> mm. um yeah but if i if if i had to give this a star rating out of five i'm comfortable giving this a very very low free star i think the approach to some of the mortal kombat lore is is all right but it should be better and i'll always go back to that tournament thing i think we'll always keep going back to that tournament thing um i mean i mean other other fans have been very disappointed other fans have been happy with it um but it's like, would I watch it again? I probably would if a sequel is coming at some point and I need a refresher. I'm just looking at the time of the recording um, from a $55 million budget, it's already made $70 million worldwide. So I, I I don't think there was really big high expectations for this film anyway. So if it if it cracks into $100 million, we could very well be seeing a sequel. Um, mm. But hopefully, hopefully, they, hopefully they've kind of learned from the feedback from this film to kind of go off and do do it right next time we can actually have a tournament we can actually have all these other characters in we can actually just embrace the the man that's there is more combat but yeah I, I i yeah three out of five seems fine i mean it's like in it's like if, comparing to when we sat down and talked about godzilla versus kong i couldn't see myself be watching godzilla versus kong and that's why i scored it low at two two and a half whereas mm. more combat i yeah it's it's flawed I still kind of didn't mind my time with it. I wasn't clock watching at all. So, yeah, it's. I think it's over quick enough that it doesn't outstay its welcome, mm. which is a good thing because if this film dragged, and it does in places, mm. um, then it's a bit. It's a hard sell, but I think. I think I'm also going to give it a low three. I was tempted by two and a half. But I think three is very generous to say it's like middle of the pack. Yeah. Um, because despite everything I had to say negative about Godzilla versus Kong, it is a better movie than this. And I would still give it a 
three to three and a half. So I think I think landing on a three star is is generous for what this is, considering it is a setup film. It is a yeah. It is a setup film. We have got a brand new character that is gonna. I'm assuming gonna be our POV main of the entire series, rather than like flopping between um, not flopping, flipping rather between different good guy characters. Combat universe have like someone we can follow through it. Um, there are some heavy rumors that Mortal Kombat Two is has been greenlit currently. Um, and I think if they manage to remove the um, just like the heavy handedness, ha- handed way that they uh, approached the lore and the backstory and focused on, I, I don't know, like just the core premise of a fighting tournament, even if they did somehow go completely off the rails with the second one and be like, well, now now it's an invasion that we have to stop in the same way that like the cartoon did for after annihilation yeah you know where it's like well the tournaments ha- well no not annihilation was like uh well annihilation Khan was turns up and yeah it's like earth won the tournament but then Shao Kahn was like yeah, nah, fuck, yeah, nah, screw like, that. nah we <laughs> yeah. won we, we, we won we won we won we totally won we're gonna overturn the yeah. result and then the cartoon is, and then the cartoon is just uh, portals open. We need to break the portals. Or no, stop that's GI. That's GI Joe Mortal Kombat. Oh, is it? <laughs> um, it's like, oh no, they're invading! Quick, come together, GI Joe Mortal Kombat team. Let's kick our jets and jam. <laughs> oh yeah, they had planes. I forgot they had the little dragon planes. Those were cool. Little, little, I remember those yeah. being quite cool. Um, but then again, I was also into SWAT cats an awful lot. So, um, Salt Cats was cool. I wish it would come back. I really wish it would. There was a petition to bring it back for a third season on Netflix or something that I signed years and years ago, <laughs> thinking it was like, oh, yeah, we want more. So, uh, so we're in, we're in kind of agreement, low three stars for Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I, yeah. I think there's, there's too much bad in it to overlook. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it tries to do some things really well. It it tries and it actually manages to do some things really well. Um, it is amazing to me that the original one still holds up as the better Mortal Kombat film, despite it being worsely made and it just not holding up in terms of like present um, film standards. Again, not I, film standards, but like creation methods. I would recommend... If you and this the listeners as well, if you haven't seen the Scorpion's Revenge cartoon, go watch that as well because I think that yes. is, I think that is arguably a stronger film narrative wise mm, than it, this it really one. Is. Um, and there's an actual tournament in it. It's an actual tournament, and again, it's like <laughs> an, it's it's an eighteen rated cartoon. Blood mm. and guts everywhere. Everyone's it's, happy. If you've seen this film, like if you've seen this film, the Mortal Kombat twenty twenty one, Scorpion's Revenge is kind of like a mix of the main opening premises of this. This is a main plot line. And like the rest of like the basic lore from Mortal Kombat, um, just told from Scorpion's POV. Mm. I think that's, I think that's the main thing, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's Scorpion's POV. They still have the, they still have the tournament. Um, I think you still have Johnny Cage. who's voiced by Joel McHale from community. Mm, Yeah. Um, which wasn't bad. To be honest, no. um, I can't remember some of the other voices involved, but it was it was 
it seemed more on par. It was very much on par with what you expect from a Mortal Kombat movie than some of the films we've we've had to sit seen before previously. Um, mm. So yeah. Anyway, so yeah, Mortal Kombat low three out of five. Um, I think if you're if you're really looking forward to something, you're a diehard Mortal Kombat fan, just err on the side of cautions because. If you think this is going to be the greatest film ever made, you may have a very nasty, shocking, <laughs> shocking store. But there's, I think there's, I think there's still, uh, there's some stuff to enjoy. There's some stuff to be frustrated with. But at the end of the day, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been Annihilation too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there there are worse ways to spend an hour and fifty minutes. Let's be real. There are yeah. a lot worse ways to spend an hour and fifty minutes. It's if the sequel is in production and it get and it changes some stuff then yeah we could be seeing a slight what well, i say a slight renaissance of um more combat films we could see another one before it gets rebooted again and we're gonna have to deal with all of this yet again um but i don't know i, I like they need to they need to keep the tournament like they need to do they need, still need to riff off the um it's the dragon point of it because what else is there to it other than the expanded law which is incredibly convoluted and 11 games deep that you needed like mortal kombat 11 was a time time loop um time travel plot game that they needed to fix a bunch of crap so it needs to be i would say i think i would say as well i hope if one of those want to make a sequel, they don't look at how many guest characters they've thrown into Mortal Kombat and go, "Oh, they're Mortal Kombat characters. We'll bring them in." It's like, no, I don't want. I, I don't want Rambo. I don't want the Joker. <laughs> I don't know about that because if they literally went balls the wall and were like Robocop, Mortal Kombat, Ooh. Terminator, Mortal Kombat, I'd watch that. Like I think we need to bring back like the the crossover like Freddy versus Jason crap that we used to have from a long time ago. Oh, I, I, there I... aren't films are too serious about creating their own like mythos and lore and connected universes and stuff. And I like I don't want that. Give me wild bullshit that I just enjoy. I think like Godzilla versus Kong is that. We want more of that, but do it better, please. Just 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 yeah. just. I just want to watch a lizard fight and big monkey can just none of that human none none, none of that just <laughs> just give me the monkey <laughs> <laughs> just give me just give me just give me just base basically you just sit in front of warner brothers you have your godzilla toy in one hand you've got your king kong toy in the other and you just smack them together for like five seconds mm. ago. i want this but for two hours <laughs> i want to stop making comparisons between versus films callbacks to fucking batman versus superman right i don't want that i just want fights give me fights give me big fights or get off your asses and like make that gundam film or make give me some space operas i have it's not enough sci-fi these days i do have a soft Good spot for sci-fi. freddy versus jason i do have a soft spot for it because that was like ludicrous on its own right but it's like they went they went the extra mile of actually having a las vegas fight conference mm. to promote the film and they had robert england dressed up as freddy and i think it was yeah. kane hodder at the time dressed up as jason and they're just sad they're going oh, i'm gonna i'm gonna rip him up with my finger gloves and all that sort of stuff does that mean there'll be more combat characters in the background of space jam 2 yeah, I think we talked about this last time we were here. We saw, Go- we saw Goro. Did we? Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, no. 
Oh no! Oh no! Let's not let's not think about you that. You just pan the sideline. There's Bugs Bunny, and then there's a silhouette of Scorpion being like, "Get over there!" Uh, it's like, "Get in on that!" <laughs> oh god! Oh god! So, don't don't give don't 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 make nightmares about Space Jam Two even worse than they already are. Anyway, let's let's crack on. If you have your thoughts on Mortal Kombat, we would love to hear them. Film Raw at Bungs in UK is the place to email them to. Right, as always, for guest reviewers, I give them a little bit of time to talk about a film that they have seen and they would like to recommend. So, Shenny, what are you going to recommend this episode? I am going to recommend something I think you've already reviewed in the forms of The Mitchells versus The Machines. Oh, yes. We reviewed that last episode. Yeah. it's If you haven't seen it yet, it, it's, it's a tough sell when it's titled from the makers of... Um, or the creators of Into the Spider-Verse and uh, the Lego movie, because it is like neither of those films, but it's still really visually very pretty. Oh, yeah. It's a bit... It's definitely one of those films that's like, turn brain off, enjoy a a family cartoon romp is the, the best way to describe it. It's none of this sort of super serious stuff it's basic premise robots dysfunctional family um weird dog bread loaf thing uh <laughs> loaf of bread pig dog. <laughs> <laughs> and uh if you ever if there's ever a robot invasion just uh paint a yellow line down the roof of your car and drive down the center of the road and they won't be able to tell the difference and and whatever you do, don't go anywhere near a store that sells Furbies. Yeah, that was slightly more terrifying than I expected it to be, if I'm really honest. But the um the bit that had me in stitches was the the scene with the um the Roombas <laughs> when they were like charging into battle and they're just like, Oh shit, there's an escalator and they just tumble <laughs> down them. And I was like, Oh, oh okay. Yeah, of course. That's I there are some really standout moments in that film is just of really just entertain like just pure visual entertainment and um the animation is so bright so colorful really fluid um you're never bored um it's it, it's just a fantastic watch and i think the other recommendation i have is space jam related okay it is a youtube video by the name of um, Space Jam 2, How Warner Brothers is Lying to You. Oh, no, I've seen this. <laughs> it is the greatest shitpost I have I... seen for so long because the heel turn halfway through had me in hysterics and it just carries on going I... way longer down a rabbit hole that you're like, is this actually real? Oh, but whose name it's, is it? It's... Uh, Super Eye Patch Wolf. Super Eye Patch Wolf. I, will give, I will give him credit. For the first half, I thought that was a very good kind of... Mm analysis because it's like yeah that does kind of make it's like yep. considering the last dance it yeah yeah it does it yeah. does make a make a bit of sense there it, with michael it, jordan at the time but yep. it's like when it, it started going into all oh, these characters didn't it's like wait a minute let me yep. look at my phone <laughs> <laughs> oh and the moment i found a moment he's like the moment that the, the madness started spewing out i just went oh it's like i just couldn't take but it but it's so great it's great in the way that's like, oh, you, you, it starts thinking that this is like a biopic of, um, like Michael Jordan, Space Jam, and the upcoming Sp uh, Space Jam Two, and then it heel turns and and descends into pure madness that is absolutely just 
genius in the way that it's executed mm. and the way that it draws you in. And yeah, it, it's it's definitely worth a watch if you haven't seen it. I mean, I think it probably didn't help that I actually was recommended the channel by uh, Christian, mm. and we watched we watched the video about fake martial arts so people who were going oh yeah i can oh. make people i can make people faint by just staring at them all that sort of stuff and that was really really good and i really mm. enjoyed the documentary so when it was like space Jam 2 came up i thought oh yeah he's gonna probably talk a bit more about about warner brothers and the, the crazy nostalgia feeling it's like for the first half it's like oh yeah that's actually quite an interesting point and that an actual mm. interesting viewpoint and then yeah i just kind of went what yeah <laughs> just, yeah yeah, that's probably fault on me, really, because like I only watched one video. <laughs> yeah, if you're new to the channel, yeah, that's gonna be a real weird one for you to to like, like just pass because he normally does um, like videos on like the history of stuff and like video that's... essays on like anime culture and various other things. Yeah. He has some wrestling co um, content that I think you should actually check out. Yes, um, yes, Christian's telling me I should be uh, watching some of the wrestle wrestling stuff but yeah no like if you like his channel's got his channel's gold um but i would specifically watch that video in the with the run-up to uh space jam 2 just to have your head blown really oh if it, if it was if it was true if it was true it'll be hard oh, no. if if only if only it's like i i actually i think i actually do own a vhs copy of space jam so i was seriously going I don't recall this watching watching the watching it on VHS. I oh, I swear I might. I think I did have a copy of Space Jam on VHS. I never had, had it on anything else. I never got it on DVD. Got it on Blu-ray no. uh, for a present. Um, mm. But yeah. Anyway, we'll we'll talk more about Space Jam too in in the in the coming weeks. We'll get a bingo board and see how right he was about all of it. <laughs> Oh, uh, so yes, there are the recommendations. Uh, Mitchell's versus machines again. We gave it five stars last episode, and uh, yes, um, the fun Space Jam two video as well. So um, we're about to start wrapping up, but before we do, let's do our patron shoutouts. And a big shout out to our supporters on the Golden Monster tier, Harriet, aka Manga Girl, and Loco is great. Thank you so much for your ongoing support of Bunkerzilla and the content that we provide. You can also support Bunkerzilla UK as well on Patreon today by going to patreon.com slash UK. You get great benefits such as early access to episodes of Film Raw, like this one, ahead of release as well. So you can find out what we, you could be, you could be one of the ones who goes, hey, I, I already know what they thought about Space Jam 2. I already know what they're going to say. I don't have to wait until everyone else. I know. I know what's going to happen. Uh, yes, you get access like that. You get a chance to interact with some of our other shows, like the Big Stomp. Uh, you get your hall, you get your name on the Hall of Monsters on the Bunkerzilla website, and very, very soon some exclusive content as well. You can support for as little as three pounds. So patreoncom UK is the place to go. And as we start wrapping things up, Shenny, floor is yours for some plugging. Uh, I'm just going to shout out my standard Twitter uh, at DJ Shenny. That's about where I spend most of my time um, outside of my Twitch channel, which I've been spending more time just setting up the tech behind it than actually streaming. So at some point, <laughs> I'll do more streaming um, as opposed to just redoing my setups every other day at 3 a.m. Um, <laughs> but 
yeah, maybe maybe I'll uh, I'll start my streaming career or streaming proper by going through all the complicated crap that I've done in the back end that serves no purpose. Uh, but you you also do uh, you also do guest spots on Let's Play a Game on the Bugs in the UK I Twitch channel. Do. When's my next spot? Is it? I end don't of... know. I think it might be it... end of May, start of June, because I think we 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 shifted things around a little bit. Check bunksin.co.uk for when Shenny goes live. On, on let's play a game on saturdays um, so so thank you very much Shane, for joining me um as always guys you can follow us on facebook twitter and twitch of course with the magic word bunker uk and send through any film thoughts especially of mortal Kombat, maybe space jam 2 or any other films you think we should be checking out drop us a line filmroll at bunkerzilla.co.uk so until next time thank you very much for listening stay safe enjoy your movies and I've been Ian Bolton, joined by DJ Shenny. Hello. Hello, and goodbye. <laughs> and goodbye. Sorry, my just my blind, my my blind, 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 my blind. It's it's late. I haven't had any. Mm, no, I have eaten today. No, I'm just sorry. My bad. Goodbye. <laughs> oh, thank you. Oh, that's a goodbye from Shenny. It's a goodbye from me. See you next time. Adios. Bye bye.